732. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. All that ridicule you took, every bit of the ridicule you took after getting your butt beat, when you pound on their butt tonight, you think about that. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. In the first half, you're just checking in. We spent some time on Kevin Steele, hired as the D.C. at Alabama. Solid hire. Yes, I do have a bias there. Yeah, I do. There's there's a bias there. Kevin Steele has been a very good defensive mind his entire career, dating back to his early beginnings in the late 80s on Rocky Top, where he went to college and then where he came back and coached. He was the secondary coach for Johnny Majors for a couple of years, did not like Majors. They did not get along, and he ended up in Nebraska and then circumnavigating to various places, pro, college, most recently Miami, and now to Alabama for his third stint in T-Town. This time defensive coordinator. It's a good hire. It's good hire. I, I like the two hires that Alabama made, Tommy Rees and uh, Kevin Steele. I'm I'm endorsing. I do not know Tommy Rees. Um, I mean, I know him, but I don't know him. Does that make sense? I know Kevin Steele. I don't even know if I interviewed Tommy Rees when I was up there on campus back then. I don't think I did, but I've been a follower of his since he signed with Notre Dame, and he was kind of an overachieving quarterback, limited skills, but was pretty good. Yeah, was was decent to pretty good. He was he was kind of the quarterback that Notre Dame's been getting for the last God knows since Jimmy Clausen, right? Just kind of decent to pretty good, not good enough to get you anywhere. But I think he's on a pretty good track with his coaching resume. And this Alabama move, I think, is absolutely about the brand, his brand. It's about enhancing it. If he goes to Alabama and uh, they've been really good on offense, they have not been as physical as they needed to be, but they've been good. Yeah, Bryce Young, you're good. You're really good. 
just don't have the physicality they once had. That's what's missing, and Tommy Reese is about that. Uh, one thing Notre Dame did have, and I, you've heard me criticize them inside and out through the years, but this last year included, but the one thing they did have on that offense was physicality. They could bully people. That offensive line could flat out mash you. That offensive line, when it was going, and early on now, it struggled. Remember, they lost to Marshall. They lost to Stanford, a team that's terrible. But once they got in sync, they could bully people, and they have two offensive tackles who would start at Alabama. Notre Dame's left tackle, Joe Wall, would start yesterday at Alabama, okay? Their right tackle would start either right tackle or some other position inside. Doesn't matter. He'd be a big-time star. They could line up and mash people, and they have a deep running back core. That's one thing they did do well. There's other things, throw the ball, receivers, not so much. Quarterback play, not at all. But they could. They could bully people, and that's where Tommy Reese comes from. Now, he could have done other things better, but they didn't have the personnel to do it. He'll have that personnel situation at Alabama. That's a good hire. Look, Alabama needs to be better at receiver, too. This last year was a significant downturn for them. That's got to get a lot better. I think it will. And he is, I think, a good, appropriate hire for those needs. And let's face it, they're playing catch-up. Everybody else is playing catch-up to Georgia right now. So we talked about that. Kevin Steele on defense. They're not physical the way they need to be. Defensive front, not Alabama standards this last year. I mean, nobody on that defensive front. And I don't even know where I place Will Anderson position, right? I don't make him a defensive end. He's he's a hybrid outside linebacker. He can get up the field. He can play in the flats. Very athletic, all that. He's going to go really fast in the draft. We know that. But just their, their big guys, defensive front, nothing stood out for Alabama. Nothing. That group did not exist against Tennessee. Linebacker play. DBs other than um, Kool-Aid, nothing stands out. There's a lot of fixing that has to be done by Alabama standards at Alabama. And I like what they did there. I, I, I'm endorsing this. Now, if this doesn't work out, I think it's fair to start questioning, has Nick seen his better days? in the rearview mirror. I'm not ready to go there. But if this does not get rectified, I think that's a fair conversation. To date, I have not thought that was a fair, reasonable conversation. That's just people trying to jump the gun and say they predicted it. That's all that is. If this doesn't transform them, then I think it's fair to say the question. You've got to remember Kevin Hagan who uh, was back with us this past Friday. Remember, we have to tape that on Thursday. Kevin Hagan is hes skeptical about Nick right now. 
He's not totally negative, but he's skeptical. He is he is more skeptical than I've ever heard him. By the way, I got some complaints. People, hey, Bill, Kevin, man, he, he got it wrong. He, he had Grantham. First of all, do you not understand that things can change? I mean, who's supposed to know that Grantham's going to get his NFL shot and take that job? So I, look, complain all you want. That's fine. I'm fair game. But Kevin Hagan has been an incredible resource and addition to this show. So you can belly B-word all you want on this show about people it's not going to affect me, and I'm certainly not going to change anything because of your complaints there. That ain't happening, y'all. That is not happening. Tug in Section 49. Bill, if you count UCF, I'm going to quit the show. Um, he's talking about last hour. We were just playing around, and we were talking about the state of Florida and all their championships, beginning with Snellenberger in 83 down at Miami. and It'd be about 11 and 30 years. And I said, if you count UCF's self-proclaimed natty a couple of years ago, that would be 12. And that's what he's talking about. He said, if you include that one, Bill, I'm quitting the show. I think that's, no, I think that's a legit threat. I don't blame you. I think you should consider quitting the show if we, if we added that one. I was doing it for humor. Even though, now that was a good UCF team. They wouldn't have beaten an Alabama or Georgia or something like that, but that was a good team. Johnny Vegas, Bill Birmingham would be the 24th largest city in Cali. Yeah, I was just asking. Alabama's got all these natties just the last 10, 11 years. Think about it. The state of Alabama has almost all the natties since 09. You got a Florida State one in there. You've got a Ohio State one. You got a couple of Clemsons. You got an LSU. It's about it. You got a Georgia. Take that back. You got a couple of Georgias. That Georgia, I know, almost left you out there. How can I leave the prominent, preeminent program out? Like Georgia there. Yeah, Georgia's got Georgia's got two. They may have three about a year from now. In there too. But Alabama, the state of Alabama has, you could say, round that out. That's about that about 70%. Alabama has about 70% of the natties the last 11, 12 years. Something like that. The state of Alabama, all of them Alabama, but one of them Auburn, which absolutely should be acknowledged. Balls of Steel hour number three today. Danny in New York, talking about Butch Jones when he was at Central Michigan. He's also, Bill, recruited Antonio Brown, Eric Fisher, number one overall pick in 13. Say what you want, but Butch had some talent at Central after Kelly left. No, he did. And he had J.J. Watt. Wanted J.J. Watt to be an offensive tackle. Actually, came as a tight end. And then... Wanted him to play tackle, offensive tackle. Walked on at Wisconsin, became a superstar. Josh in Picktown. Bill, 
Who's better, Bosa, Joey Bosa, or Reggie White? Nobody's better than Reggie White. There's never been a better defensive lineman in the history of this planet Earth than Reggie White. It's, 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 and there's, look, there's a heck of a list of, remember, that's a commodity position. Having that kind of size, that kind of athleticism, that kind of twitch. Reggie White could and would dominate anybody at any skill on the defensive line. He was 6'5", 320. When I first saw him at Tennessee, he was 6'5", 250. He was ranked the number one player or number two, number one and number two out of Chattanooga in America. Or number 92. He could bull rush you, meaning physically annihilate you. He could grab you and throw you if you weighed 700 pounds into the stands to get rid of you as an offensive lineman. He could beat you by quickness and speed. He could bull rush. He could do anything. He could stalemate any running play. There's not one thing he did not totally dominate. Never been one like that. But nobody as good as Bosa is, and he's fantastic. I love watching him. There's not another Reggie. There's not. All right, we'll get the break. Balls is still in about 45 minutes. Omni Nashville Hotel. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast-iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. 
If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Your content is that Amy went to Mike and said, is this guy okay with you? And, and he gave it the stamp. I sure hope that she went to Vrabel and got his input about Carthon. Oh, I'm sure uh, she yeah. did. But I mean, yeah. you know, you're saying if he said, no, nah, I don't like this guy, keep looking. Yep. She would have kept looking. Uh, no doubt in my mind, Patton. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Get into the Bill King Show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones. And three, two, call 615-844-5600. Well, we had a lot of guys got ready to play, but yeah. a few act like they weren't. That's true. And, right, uh, right. A few, like they're in crucial positions, don't play very well. The whole team looks pretty sad. But... Uh, Anyway, it was uh, it was a typical bowl practice. Somebody said we didn't do anything different bowl practice. We just had different guys going at it. Maybe do a different attitude uh, throughout the team. Uh, we didn't have any girls in the room this trip. You know, we didn't have any guys get drunk on this trip. So we we uh, we avoided all that crap and uh, played pretty well. Bible study and choir practice. And saving the redwood trees. Yeah, that's all they're doing in their spare time. They're not out there with girlfriends and pappies and eagle rare and buffalo trade. They're not doing any of that stuff. Weed, the devil's lettuce, none of that. It's all, we all know these guys are all just. Future priests. Yeah, future, future of preachers, everything. That's what we do. That's from Spurrier. That's my, my favorite Spurrier quote. One of them. Just one of many from Spurrier. Sammy says, Bill, big Kevin fan. He has a hell of a lot more information than most of the clowns that proclaim themselves tied insiders, in my opinion. Oh, there's no doubt about it. First of all, the fact that Grantham didn't get hired is good news. Why would you be angry about that? That's good news. The fact that he didn't, and he was on the staff as an analyst, defensive uh, lead analyst, whatever they, whatever they term it, and Derek Dooley's the guy on offense, right? As far as the analysts are concerned, the fact that they didn't hire Grantham to be coordinator, which was a possibility, is good news. That's very good news. And he's back. Where did he get hired? New Orleans, right? You got hired by the Saints. 
So, Sammy, I concur with you. Georgia Dog listed, and this was, was this 24-7? I don't remember. I don't think it was on three. Five stars per conference in this last recruiting cycle. And there are more five-star. I think this year was some sort of record. Usually they don't let it get. Some years there aren't 30-31 or something. But this year there were 38 or 39 of them. SEC with 21. Big 12 with 7. Pac-12 with 5. ACC 4. Big 10, 1. And he says that's not true because Ohio State and Penn State Both got one each. Well, depends on who you're looking at. Yeah, it depends on the service. By the way, I'm not – I didn't look into this, but Shannon Terry, did you see this, who was the one who started Rivals, sold it to Yahoo for $99 million. He started 24-7, sold it to CBS for probably twice that, and is now heading up on three tweeted something along the lines the other day that they were going to, in their composite, and they started this years ago where they would take the industry services, meaning their competitors, and put them in the mathematical formula so they would have their own rankings, but then they would have a composite ranking. It's a good idea. And he said something like, and I don't know if it's entirely, but thinking about because they're just kind of outdated and not very good anymore, not his words, but that's the way I took it. And I I think 24-7 is still good. I'm not big on rivals, but 24-7 is still good. But anyways, said something like in their composite at on three that, and again, that composite started at 24-7, that they were thinking about dropping the others and not having a composite. Didn't think their rankings were altogether very good anymore. Now, again, I'm not sure. I didn't read into that much. I didn't dig into it, but I thought that was interesting. He posted that at some point last week, I do believe. Bitcoin Playboy. Bill, outstanding D lineman that often was overlooked was Art Steele at Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, Art Steele was good. But, I mean, we're talking about, and Art Steele was an All-American and went on to play pro ball. Big 6'7 lineman, absolute beast. But we're talking about all-time, and, again, not that I get into let's do the all-time list today on the show, but it came up because of Josh asking Joey Boza versus Reggie White. Once we go that level, I mean, Art Still's not even in that conversation. As good as he was. But we're, we're talking the best that's ever done it. Tom goes on to say, now, back, back to the five-star thing, Big Ten doesn't spend like the teams in the South or the SEC when it comes to name, image, likeness. And that's true. No, that's true. Now, but but let's face it, the SEC has been dominating in recruiting before name, image, likeness. That that's that is a thing. It is a factor, but that's not. The SEC's been crushing it in recruiting well before 
July of 21 when name image likeness was unleashed on the planet Earth. And, boy, it, it's been interesting because Jay Book has been complaining about the Buckeyes in name image likeness. And, by the way, they've been signing fantastic classes. But the thinking is they're not out there as aggressive when it comes to name image likeness. Mark Pantone, the head of their personnel, tweeted, or there was some kind of quote from him saying, I'm not sure whether or not we're going to have to change our recruiting philosophy and not be so nationwide. Maybe be more regional because of name, image, likeness. They still get – look, don't misunderstand that. They still get players, okay? Regardless of what their focus is going to be or going to change to, they're going to get players. That's not changing at Ohio State. But they are complaining because of the name, image, likeness thing. And I get it. No, I understand what they're saying. I mean, Notre Dame, think about Notre Dame stance. Marcus Freeman has said, look, if, if you're a recruit and your primary focus, which is your prerogative, is what am I getting? Name, image, likeness. Notre Dame's probably not going to be your place. Now, they have name, image, likeness money, and th- there are players getting stuff. But if that is your number one, if you have your list of here's the reason I'm going to this school, A, B, C, and D. And if A is name, image, likeness first, everything else behind that, Notre Dame's probably not the place for you, Marcus Freeman. Now, here's my question. If you're Notre Dame and you have resources like they have, why would you not be prominent when it comes to name, image, likeness? Now, I guess the reply would be, well, they they could be, A, you're probably not going to get the administration, and even though they're not supposed to be related, they are related. You're not going to get the administration behind that. And number two, you still have academic hurdles that Notre Dame does not at all bow down to when it comes to getting in players. It's It's a big fight at Notre Dame, has been, still is. It's a big fight. Not saying they haven't made exceptions here or there, but it is not easy, okay? And they don't say football is awesome. Notre Dame historically is just incredible brand name football. Let's let them all in. That's not what they do. So even if you were super sexy and you had this huge pit of money for name, image, likeness, it still would be a fight. Danny in New York City. Michigan hasn't finished in the top two in the Big Ten in recruiting. Now three years in a row, and they still beat Penn State at Ohio State. Last two years. We'll see what happens this year. What does that mean, though? We going to go back? Do I have to go back to the chalkboard, y'all? Why, why is that? Now, Michigan gets really good players. But but if you're just going to go by rankings, they don't get ranked ahead of Ohio State probably ever, right? Modern times. And James Franklin is going to be out there. 
What's the difference, though? Harbaugh is a better head coach. Do you think Ryan Day and James Franklin could do the same thing that Harbaugh's done, starting with being in San Diego, Stanford, 49ers, Michigan? And he hit some lean years at Michigan. I understand that. I was very much on the edge of he's not going to last at Michigan. I was there at one point. That's not the case now. Do you think if you gave James Franklin and Ryan Day the exact same pathway that Harbaugh took to get here, they would have been as successful? The answer is no. Ryan Day's doing a good job. He's getting to the playoffs. He's competing for championships. That's good. Nothing wrong with that. He also has incredible resources to work with, and he inherited a phenomenal situation. Yeah, he did. But that goes back to the leadership point of view. That's what that goes back to. Bowls of Steel coming up here in about 25 minutes. No, about 30 minutes. Bowls of Steel. Just hold those. We'll get to those in hour three. Happy Monday. Yeah, had a fantastic weekend. Spent several hours yesterday at Lowe's looking at stoves. Actually, wife was looking at stoves. I was in the barbecue section looking at Blackstone. I'm back in the mood. Been talking to Georgia Dog about this too. Love look, Direct Tech is our baby. We we treat it like it's it's family, okay? But I just want something different that I can play with. I just want I need a new toy out back. Georgia Dog sent us, actually he came up for commitments in December, and he brought up a bunch of seafood. I mean, lots of it. And um, we've still, it was so much, we've still got some left. So we cooked it on the rec tech. You know how Cosby Cattleman used to ask me, I don't think he has in a few months, put some seafood, put some fish on that rec tech, which I really hadn't done. We've been doing that. And, uh. Again, Georgia Dog, very gracious, brought us up a ton. I mean, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, whatever it was. So we've still got some, and we cooked it last night. It was marvelous. And we made our own seasoning to put on it, which was wonderful. And uh, that's what we did for dinner last night. We had some more of that seafood with some other things to go with it. Now, for Super Bowl Sunday, again, I'm not Mr. NFL guy, but the Super Bowl is a big deal. I mean, it's a monstrosity of a deal, right? So it'll be on all the TVs in the house. And uh, we've already picked out, it looks like ribs, baby back ribs on the rec tech on Sunday for Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl always kicks off at about 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, I was in Jamaica, so I missed a lot last week. Georgia Dog tweeted, if the Big Ten having one five-star is true because they have had two playoff games the last two seasons. My point is they have two, and we don't spend money like the SEC and still got two in. Is all that cash worth the stars? Well, I would say it is. I mean, if somebody's spending it, because if it wasn't worth it, why would somebody want to spend the money? 
Here's the other. Here's another angle, though. There's a battle that's going on inside schools regarding name, image, likeness, and here is that battle. And it's different depending on the school and depending on the people involved. But it's money that money people allocate to name, image, likeness that is perceived to be money that used to go straight to the university for them to allocate buildings, things of that nature. And there's a battle going on there at some schools over that. That money is money that is changing hands that they don't feel like they're getting to the tune of what they used to receive. We talked about this before it ever started. This would be a thing. Again, maybe not every school. Maybe there's harmony in some schools where this is okay. But there are schools where this is not okay. I mean, even if you have a school with lots of money people, it's still a finite pool, even if it's tens of millions. Projects on campus cost tons of money. That's now going to Johnny Five Star in some cases. That's not going over so well at some schools. That's a thing. That's a thing. Omni Nashville Hotel. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. 
Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. There's no doubt if you listen to Rand Carthen today, like you're excited. Like, all right, yep. this guy answers the questions. He seems to be pretty genuine. By the way, he had some passion. Oh, he did. In, in his presser today. So I, I get it. And he's very genuine, uh, or at least feels very genuine. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Anything about college football? Consult with the Encyclopedia Bill Tanica every morning. All right. In 15 minutes, you guys will probably all be fine with this, okay? So I'll just sum it up this way as fast as I can. That is the most humiliating game in the last 10 years I've been involved with. How can we get picked on the first base? How can you do that? is that about? What do you think you're f***ing with here? This isn't about some goddamn thing. This is about our lives. Is that Tony Falls? No, that wasn't Tony Falls. Uh, that was Augie Garrido. I was just looking, and it was a post from a few days ago. It was circa 1978, East Brady, Pennsylvania. Jim Kelly signs his national letter with Miami. East Brady, PA. Have you seen the story? I actually had Jim Kelly on my show back probably 15 years ago. And this is before, I think this is before he got the throat cancer and all that had some health problems. Remember, he had a, a son who was very sick, too. But anyways, super classy guy. Hellacious quarterback at Miami and in the pros, Buffalo Bills. Tough guy, too. You're talking about a tough guy quarterback. Anyways, he's from a, a small town, East Brady, PA. Tiny town. Alec Ripa Bob would tell you about that. And uh, he was a Penn State fan. And his school that he played in in high school was a tiny school and had a roster of about 30, 35 players, not many players at all. He played quarterback and linebacker. Jim Kelly was about 6'2", 6'3", 220. He's a big, tough dude. Played quarterback and linebacker. Huge Penn State fan, and Joe Paterno recruited him to play linebacker. That's not just a fable. I had Jim Kelly on my show. I asked him about it. He said 100% true. Absolutely true. And the coach at Miami at the time was Lou Saban. Uh, and and because I'd heard of Lou Saban before I ever heard of Nick Saban. 
and they're distant cousins or something. But but anyways, they fly up to because they want him as a quarterback. And this is right before Stellenberger got the job. But they fly up to Pittsburgh in a snowstorm when they get there. Drive about an hour to East Brady to see him, Jim Kelly. And uh, Jim's there, but his parents are gone, I think. Anyways, Lou ends up getting in their pantry and cooking a dinner. Cook up some spaghetti that when the parents got home, it was waiting on them. Anyways, he ends up signing with Miami. They promised him he'd play quarterback, and he did. And he was a fantastic. This is right before everything hit with Bernie Kosar, Vinny Testaverde, and all that. Mark Rick was also there about this time on that staff. But but think about that run of quarterbacks they had through there, just through that little period. And they weren't even, when Jim Kelly signed with them, they were not even an item, right? I mean, they were not a thing. That was not until Snellenberger took over, and they won that first natty in 83. But, wow. Jim Kelly was in on the ground floor of all this, though. And, uh, again, I had him. I had him on the show that one time. He was promoting something for his son and uh, could not have been classier or more gracious. Could not have been a better guy. And you go back and look, what he went through with that throat cancer was awful. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people don't even survive that, but, but he did. And he has been, he has been, a guy, I've been a big fan of his forever. Yeah, a huge, huge fan. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, just go ahead and buy that Blackstone. Get it and cook some breakfast on it. Well, I go in and out of the mood, and I don't know which size I want. I'm thinking about getting a small one, which is kind of a tabletop one that is portable inside, outside. I would always use it outside, probably. And, and, if I like it, I'm going to get a, I'll get a big one. That's what I'll probably do. I was talking to Georgia Dog about that. Nothing's going to re- – look, the rec tech is the daddy, okay? Nothing changes there. I just want another toy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm selfish, and I'm wanting another toy. I have never done anything that involves propane tanks, though. That would be different for me. Kirkland in Macon, Georgia. Bill, and I can, Kirkland has not been able to hear us this morning because we've talked about this a bunch. And no problem. He's just checking in. Kevin Steele is defensive coordinator, Bill, at Alabama. Please give your opinion. Is this a joke? Is somebody punking Alabama, Bill? I think it's a solid hire. Yeah, I like it. Now, again, I've got a bias because I know him. And I've known him for over 30 years, probably 35 years. Kevin Steele is approaching 40 years coaching. Got to remember, Kevin Steele was hired at Tennessee to be some sort of conduit after Jeremy Pruitt. Remember that? He sat up there. I think they paid him, what, 800 grand to sit up there for a couple of weeks? 
thought he was going to be back home. Now he's from South Carolina, but, but back home in his college, Tennessee. Remember that mess? That was just one of the messy things that happened. Oh, was that, was that, was he sitting up there? Was that what it was? was it, or was it the Butch Jones? When they hired him, he just sitting right up there for a couple of years. Good money, man. I like that. It, it's a solid eye. I think he can get them back to the tough guy stuff they need to get back to. I'm the Nashville Hotel. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You can win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February instant games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. 
it happens anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show will be there to bring you the facts. What if I told you there is an Ohio high school powerhouse that rose through the ranks overnight to play on ESPN? What if I told you Millie Vanilli wrote their fight song? What if I told you their list of famous alumni includes Johnny Utah, Bernie Madoff, Kaiser Sose, and Lene Kakua? What if I told you Ohio football hasn't been this embarrassed since Terrell Pryor's tramp stamp? Omni Nashville Hotel 30 for 30 presents Bishop Sycamore, How to Catfish ESPN. Jim and Jupiter, says Billy. When I was playing high school ball down in Florida, down in, in West Palm, Lou Saban had retired, decided to coach a high school for a year at South Fork. I missed playing his team by one year. I did not know that. I did not know he went to high school ball. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Here's another one. Ags and Strohs on the Texas coast. Bill, I always thought Kevin Steele got a raw deal at Baylor. They did not give him any budget to hire assistants when he was the head coach. Also, I didn't know he's tight friends with John Chavis and still Chavis until Chavis got to A&M. That is interesting because, yes, they're both from South Carolina. They went to Tennessee together, and they're very tight friends. What's interesting is, as you all know, John Chavis does not like me because I've critiqued him on the year. There are some coaches who don't care if they get critiqued, and they're cool with it. Some are very, very sensitive, and it completely messes with their mind. John Chavis is one of them. So is Randy Sanders. So is David Cutcliffe. They're all like that. Now, I like Cut. Cut may not always like me, but I like Cut. The other two, I don't have any. I don't like them at all. They don't like me either. Okay, it's it's mutual. But what's interesting is Kevin Steele and I have been friends for decades, and he and John Chavis are buddies. They have to have had this conversation. Now, I've never asked Kevin, hey, Kevin, does John Chavis ever tell you how much he despises me? I've, I've never asked that question. But he does. I do know that. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, they have uh, Fulmer's the same way. Fulmer's very sensitive. I- I've never understood that. Why Why be a coach making all that money and being that public with your job? Everything you do other than, you know, practice, it gets shut down to the media pretty much. But everything you do is public. You go out there and you display your talent and your team's talent in front of hundreds of thousands of people over season, in front of millions on TV, and you're worried about a critique to the point where it messes with your mind. I've never understood that. I do this show and get critiqued all the time. It doesn't matter a bit. I'd be crazy if I sat around thinking about all the critiques. I mean... It would, it would have to possess your body, your soul, to be able to have your life affected like that. But, yes, that is – I've always found that ironic that Kevin Steele and John Chavis are very close. 
dating back to at least college, maybe before then, but at least college at Tennessee. And one of them I'm friends with. The other one wouldn't friend me if you gave him $10 trillion. (laughs) I don't even mean on social media either. Don't even mean it that way. Uh, But that's funny. No, that is funny. Balls of steel coming up. I'll equip a Bob. Bill, that Jim Kelly story is true. Jim Kelly and Todd Blackledge both would have been seniors the year that Penn State won their first natty in 82. Often overlooked. Yes, something. Think about that depth chart. Think about that transfer portal. Somebody would have had to have transferred out of there. You cannot have those two. And by the way, the better player is Jim Kelly. Blackledge was a hellacious college player. Jim Kelly was the better overall player, way better resume that lasted many, many years past college. Started in the USFL and then to the Bills. No, that that story about, you know, a lot of times stuff gets made up about this happening, recruiting that. The Jim Kelly Joe Paul wanted as a linebacker story is 100% true. He told me. Now, that time I had that long conversation with Joe Pop in Chicago, this is a year before everything bleep, before the bleep hit the fan. I didn't ask that question. I should have asked it, but I wasn't even thinking about it. Joe Pop, I don't know. Joe Pop's kind of, Joe Pop can be a little bit sensitive too. He might have punched me. Hey, coach, is it true you wanted Jim Kelly, superstar quarterback, to be a linebacker? Now, if you've seen Jim Kelly, He's got the size to do this, and he played it. That was his position on defense. Probably could have done well at it. He's definitely a tough guy. Just saying. Ken down in middle Georgia. Bill, 1980 Georgia Herschel versus 21 UGA. Who you got? Well, The problem is, number one, Herschel would be the best player on the field. But of all those superstars, but there's a size difference. George's center hewn all on that 80-team way 220. The lines of scrimmage are so much different today. Now, some of those big guys could play, but, but a lot of those guys would not have the size to hold up when you're giving up at least 100 pounds. So the 21 team would win, but Herschel would be the best player. All right, hour three coming up. Bowls of Steel, get those nominations in there. Preston, at least 1,200 people have been killed, thousands more injured in Turkey and Syria after a powerful 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck overnight. ABC's Jordana Miller is in the region. From its epicenter in Turkey's Gaziantep province, the quake destroying hundreds of buildings in both countries. What officials fear has buried alive more victims.